This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. And welcome to our second hour here every Sunday morning from 8 until 10 on WBAP. Sponsored the first hour by Callaway's, and I thank them. And the second hour by Baylor, Scott, and White, and I really thank them. And so this is the Baylor, Scott, and White Hour, as you just heard. Uh, If you'd like to call, I'd love to hear from you at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Linda in North Dallas will go back on the air with me in just a moment. We'll we'll be talking and finishing up a conversation on some uh, low-growing shrubs that would uh, be better in uh, afternoon sun than the uh, hydrangeas that she has. They were suddenly exposed to the sunshine. First, however, I need to talk about uh, today's SPCA of Texas dog. And I have you a Clarabelle. I've done this for many, many years, and I don't believe I've ever had in the 38 years I've done this feature. don't believe I've ever had a Clarabelle before. This bashful three-year-old 47-pound hound mix is looking, can you imagine calling a, a, a Clarabelle a hound mix, looking for a home where she can learn how great it is to be a pet in a real home. She has the typical droopy hound ears and gorgeous blue merle coat. Clarabelle is shy around strangers, but with a little petting and offerings of yummy treats, she warms up to her human companions right away. She did not have the best life before coming to the SPCA of Texas, so Clarabelle is eager to find a loving family who will let her adjust to her cushy new lifestyle on her own time. Clarabelle loves spending time with other dogs, and she'd love a family with another pup to show her the ropes of her new home. She's ready to share her love with anyone willing to give her a new leash on life and show them what a gentle, loyal, and affectionate dog she is. Clarabelle is wanting to meet you today at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To request an appointment to meet Clarabelle, please fill out the application at spca.org slash dogadopt spca.org slash dogadopt. And I'll give you information on how you can see Clarabelle uh, on, online in just a moment, so grab a pencil. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Clarabelle has been spayed, microchipped. She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She'll be waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive. That's at I-30 west of Hampton Road in West Dallas. The SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. That's how you can find Clarabelle, C-L-A-R-A-B-E-L-L-E. That's spca.org slash findapet, all one word. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. And um, so that is the way that you would uh, sign up to fill out the application, spca.org slash dogadopt. And that's for Clarabelle. I hope we can get her adopted. This would be a great day to do so. Nice weather and a nice dog. Sponsored today by Arborological Services, the experts your trees deserve. And Clarabelle would be sitting out there under one of your trees in the backyard and enjoying life yeah, next uh, next summer. That would be a great thing for Clarabelle. Serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. Now, I have told you many, many times that they are the only people who will ever touch our trees at our home. They've been taking care of our trees now for 20 years, and I am proud when they drive in our driveway because I know that our trees will receive the finest attention available. We live in an 11-acre forest, and if you were to look at our property from above, you would see nothing but green during the growing season. You would uh, see a little cutout in the green for our roof, and that's it. Uh, 
And uh, that's why we need the help of Arborological Services. Now, they have one phone number to serve all of the area codes of North Central Texas. That's 866-552-7267. Their service area is basically Dallas and Tarrant Counties, Southern Collin and Southern Denton Counties. Uh, it, it is very difficult to find the, uh, the staff that is as talented as Steve Hauser requires for his employees. And so, therefore, he has limited the size of his business. Uh, he, it's not a franchise. It's not anything other than the, the, uh, the, the business I'm describing right in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. He has kept it that size because he wants it to be the best it ever could possibly be. And uh, that's why I'm proud to represent them. Three of their men, Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters, have been selected uh, as the arborists of the year for the state of Texas, singled out as saying, you are the best arborist in this entire state. And uh, they've won it in individual years. Uh, they have uh, 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborist Miguel Pastanez is the the Texas State Tree Climbing Champion. That's not something where somebody points at you and say you're the best. He had to earn that by climbing trees safely, quickly, and accurately. Oh my goodness, this is a company. Arborological.com on the web. Arbor and then the letter I and logical. It's a forestry term. Arborological Services. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at the Tree Experts. And on the web, arborological.com. One more time, that phone number, 866-552-7267, Arborological Services. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. I appreciate that. And uh, indeed, we thank the, uh, the front line people at Baylor Scott and White and all the hospitals. I don't think they will be offended if I... Uh, pass that on for all the frontline workers, the the uh, paramedics, everybody, the, uh, the firemen, the police officers. It's just tough out there, really tough. Let's go back to Linda in North Dallas. Thanks for waiting again on me, Linda. Uh, I wanted to go back and amplify a little bit on the uh, on the shrubs that I was recommending. How tall do you need these plants to be? Not very tall, like two, three feet at the most, because they're oh. very deck, and I don't want them coming up over the the flooring of the deck. Sure, understood. Um, the uh, the holly that I mentioned, dwarf Burford, would probably get too tall. It sure would be pretty, but it would get too tall. Uh, you'll see it used and kept at, at 30 inches, but it does require pruning several times a year to keep it that low, and it would eventually get very very trunky, uh, you know, three, four-inch diameter trunks, and I, I don't like to do that. Dwarf Yopon holly, Carissa holly, uh, would both stay at that height and down, but they don't bloom. So uh, I have used a lot of them in our landscape, and then I, I use other sources of color uh, with them. For example, I might intersperse with them uh, decorative pots and then put color in the pots from coleus or caladiums or uh, something else. And then in the winter, I'd, I'd put flowering color of some sort, maybe pansies or something. Or I have also used the... Um, the, the globes, uh, not necessarily gazing balls, but the, the ceramic globes that look like the gazing balls in, in various colors, just to give a little bit of a break of all green. Um, but nandinas are another possibility, and they do have really nice winter color. If the trees are deciduous, uh, then you get good color in even in shaded areas. And with that west sun coming in, you'd certainly get good winter color. Um, and so compact Nandina gets a, a, it will go to 42 inches, but I never let mine get that tall. I keep it at 30 to 32 inches by pruning the tall canes back to the ground every January. I'm not going to have to prune it at all this year after last winter. Uh, for the first time ever, I had to prune all the canes down because they burned a bit in the cold. Everything did. But that's a really good one. Or if you want something shorter, then, uh, you could use, um, uh, Harbor Dwarf or Harbor Bell, those are the two that get about knee high. They may be too short for what you want. 
But those are possibilities that give you uh, colorful foliage. There are not a lot of good flowering, really short plants. I would I would recommend against using Laura Petalum. I've I've tried it, the fringe flower, and I just can't keep it going more than about three or four years. Uh, it's a beautiful plant, but it, it just I, it's not my favorite. And that's one that a lot of people will will tell you, oh, you ought to try that. That's beautiful, and you'll say, yeah, it is beautiful. And it, it there are some dwarf varieties, but uh, from my experience, that's not one that I would use. So that's that. I just wanted to amplify on on what I've done that that I'm happiest with. Yeah. Now, when you recommend planting, should I wait till spring? Uh, not necessarily. The ones I mentioned are all completely winter hardy. Uh, if you find them now, you could certainly plant them now. It's a great time for planting because you're not well. You're swamped with with holiday things, but you're not swamped with all the get ready for spring things that we have in the landscape. It may be harder to find them in nurseries right now, uh, depending on whether you're dealing with a full-time, full-service nursery. The nurseries that, that work with landscape contractors that have a wholesale division out back you know, will have nursery stock this time of year. Uh, I'm not suggesting that, that you and I can go in and buy it wholesale because we're not buying in the quantities that the landscape contractors do, but, but that means that they have to have a a steady supply for those uh, people to to be able to to buy um so that's a possibility for you but uh, uh, there's no no reason to wait if you can find what you want but the supply will be much better from mid-march on okay and do you like the idea of um the dwarf abelia i had never seen the dwarf you know? i like dwarf abelia i wouldn't have gone to all this labor if i loved dwarf abelia i'd say that's a great one and i'd let it go with that i i'm good with it but um the the old regular dwarf abelia that has been around for 40 years uh is a very pretty plant but it tends to flop over it it doesn't stay right where you put it 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 leans and falls um uh, some of these newer dwarfs, the the ones that are variegated and such, um, are okay. They're they're good. They just don't turn me on as much as uh, as regular abelia does. And some of the uh, even the dwarf regular dwarf abelia from 40 years ago, uh, I like maybe better than some of the the uh, variegated ones. The variegated ones in my landscape uh, tended to end up having some struggles in the sun. I put them in some pretty challenging situations. I see them used in landscapes where they look pretty good, but I, I think they're given a lot of preferential treatment, and that's that's good. If you're a really avid gardener, I'd give them a try. They're they're very pretty. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, have a merry Christmas and uh, be safe. Same for to them. you. Same okay. to you. Thank you for calling. Thanks for waiting on me twice. Dave in Dallas, you'll be coming up right after this break. I appreciate uh, that call. Folks, we have two open lines right now. If you'd like to call, it's a good time. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I was looking uh, to see if I had my page numbers right. Page 98 and page 141 in my book that I'm about to tell you about are our backyard, and you'll see some of the dwarf shrubs that I've used um, in in the shade, the uh, the things I just described. Uh, my book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I decided to self-publish this book because I just didn't want to go through um, the agony of working with committees of a publisher where they are just totally, totally dedicated to cutting costs. You know, the quality of the book was um, kind of important. The content of the book, kind of important. Cutting costs, mightily important. In this case, um, I, I, I tried to cut the cost so that I could keep the cost down for you, but I took a lower profit margin uh, instead uh, just because I knew what I wanted to put in the book. I made the book bigger than I ever dreamed it would be and kept the price down at the same so you can see how that went. So you're getting a really good deal, I think, on the book, even at the regular price of thirty-six ninety-five. but it gets better with my Christmas special if you want to buy a couple more to give as gifts. It's 344 pages, 840 of my best photos in a hardback printed in Texas on the highest quality paper available, and I sign every copy as it sells. 
and it, it covers everything about outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. Lawns, landscapes, flower, fruit, and vegetable gardening, 11 chapters. Chapter 2 is the calendar, 48 pages of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all the plants that you're growing. I've never put that in a calendar before, in a, a book before, but there it is for you. People tell me it's the best part of this book. book is not in stores and not on Amazon. It would have sold hundreds of thousands of copies by now, but I wanted to be able to sign every copy. So once again, I wasn't worried about the, the bottom line dollar as much as I was delivering to you the product I always wanted. This is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, available from my office or my website. Uh, it is uh, thirty-six ninety-five for the first copy. Second and third copies shipped to the same mailing address, thirty-one ninety-five. You say five dollars a book, but you must order in the next few days. This offer will go away very soon. I have to have the order in very early to get it to you in time for Christmas. Now, here are the two ways. Order it by calling my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The other way is to go to my website. That is the preferred way, Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy, very, very much. Let me uh, tell you right now about a place that Tommy and I both like a great deal. Uh, we have, I don't believe I've ever run into him when I was at Wild Birds Unlimited, but I hear, <laughs> I hear every time I go, oh, your, your pastor was just here. And, uh, we are both avid birders. Tommy is, uh, is, is a great bird authority. And uh, you will enjoy his sermons because he very often brings that into his sermons. Wild Birds Unlimited, they have three of their stores that uh, join together to sponsor my broadcasts and my electronic newsletter, eGardens. The uh, East Mockingbird store, Ron's store, is at 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams. And David's store at 5715 West Lover's Lane, right next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. That's about a block west of the Dallas North Tollway. And then Bertie's store, where Tommy and I go, South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. That one's actually about a, oh, three-fourths of a mile or a mile north of Sam Rayburn Tollway. That's uh, very easily accessible for folks from out of town. Those are the three stores that I would hope you would uh, uh, visit. And uh, let me tell you what you'll find when you go in Wild Birds Unlimited. Number one, cheerful people smiling about one of the world's greatest hobbies. You will find unbelievably wonderful merchandise. The uh, quality of the feeders and the nesting boxes and the other merchandise that they sell is from the corporate office. And uh, the research that goes behind that is second to none. The equipment and the supplies that they sell, the feeds that they sell, are highly researched, and they are the best anywhere in America. And then you also will find localized advice and guidance. They will, they will share that enthusiasm of wild birds with you. 
they're coming, folks. The the birds are migrating into town, and you need to be there and, and greet them when they show up. So get your feeders ready. That's Wild Birds Unlimited. You can find those three stores in Dallas and in McKinney. Again, 5715 West Lovers Lane, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane. Those are in Dallas and in McKinney, 3001 South Harden Boulevard. WBU.com slash DFW. It's Wild Birds Unlimited. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you. Let's go to Dave in Dallas. Dave, this is Neil. Good morning. How can I help? Well, Neil, I've got some very old uh, shrubbery in my front yard that I really like to get trimmed back severely. And I don't know how far I can go back and still save the plant and have it look decent come springtime. It's basically a, a, a holly variety. I don't know if it's Burford or what, but it's a holly. All right. About- how tall are they now? And I have, I have two, well, it's going to end up being three questions. How tall are they now? And how tall do you want them to end up being when they regrow? Uh, they're probably four and a half feet tall. Uh, I'd like to take off probably a foot of it. All right. And, and so they'll take them down to three and a half. And where do you want them to end up when they, when they regrow? Well, not a whole lot higher than that. Maybe six inches, maybe. So at four feet. Yeah. All right. And then my other question, uh, the third question I was going to ask is, how many times have they been pruned over the years? And and I'm prepared for you to say, I can't count that many, if that's the answer. <laughs> well, well, they, you know, they get pruned every, every, uh, every year, but we don't take off, but maybe three inches or something like that, just to keep them squared up, you All know, right. trimmed. All right. Um, I'm going to give you a couple answers. You can choose either one that you want. Um, I, I have been amazed at hollies and how vigorously they can come back by, and I'm going to call names right as they are because I drive through Stonebridge Ranch uh, to go to our son's house uh, several times a week, and they cut some uh, needlepoint or willow leaf hollies back to about a foot tall. There wasn't a leaf left on any of them, and they cut miles of them that way the last two winters. They were not hurt by the freeze. They just were taller than they wanted them to be. And I don't think they killed any of them. I thought, oh, my gosh, why don't you just take them out? And they came back pretty vigorously and, and ended up looking okay, I guess. I would never have the guts to do that. And so I guess you could do that if you wanted to. If The, the grounds on which I would do that would be if your plants have become um, very – top heavy if all of the growth if if all the leaves are right in a ledge at the top and there's a bunch of stems showing below that would cause me to prune them even more than you just described um so that's one option uh the other options do it exactly the way you described cut them back by a foot or 18 inches Uh, both of those would be done during january or very early february probably january would be a better target and the third option that I'm going to exercise myself at my home, uh, because we've been in our home uh, for 45 years, is I have some hollies that are coming out, and I'm going to replace them with, it may be the very same plants, but just some nice, vigorous, fresh plants uh, that will grow to the same height. These have never been pruned, but they just are tired. They've, they've, they've just worn out. Um, and... I'm I'm just going to get a fresh start with plants, so you know those are those are the the best options. Um, I can't tell without seeing how vigorous these plants are. are. These in full sun? Yes. All right, that helps. That will help them come back uh, uh, more vigorously. So I okay. would, you know, because I doubt that you want to start over. I would probably try one of the two uh, pruning techniques and probably the way you described it, but maybe a little more than than a foot because you're not giving yourself much room for them to regrow. If you come down 18 inches, that gives them some room to, 
to come back and, and fill back in and, and look normal. My goal when I prune plants is that they can regrow and grow naturally. I don't want to, I don't want to have square shrubs around my house. If I, if I wanted that, I'd buy some plywood and green paint. <laughs> okay. All right. I appreciate right. the advice, sir. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Right. Elizabeth in Arlington and Carrie in Bluffdale. You'll be up right after the newscast. I need to get that in, however. Baylor Scott and White Health. This is our chance to uh, say thank you to these great people. These are heroes. You know that as well as I know that. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time now to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, the people who keep us happy and healthy. They're trying their best. They're our beloved health care workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. My wife serves proudly on the board of Baylor Scott & White McKinney, the hospital, and has since ground was broken for that hospital. And she she refers to the Baylor way. That's that's the Baylor way. She comes from board meetings, and she, she uh, talks about something that has been done at the hospital, and she smiles and says, that's the Baylor way. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy, and we say thank you for that. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways you can show your appreciation to the front line. Listen to these. See if this is common sense. Have you ever heard this message? Get vaccinated, please. Get your booster shot. You need it. Wear your mask. We all need that. These are great ways we all can show our support. And share these messages on social media. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott & White Health, especially to the front line, for all that you do to keep us all safe. And thank you for putting up with us. And we know that we're errant children once in a while, but thank you. Thank you, Baylor Scott & White. That newer vehicle of yours probably has HDFM. Learn how to use it. Go to WBAP.com slash FM. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. If you're not subscribed to Neil Sperry's eGardens already, you need to be. It's free and it always will be free. And I will never give or sell your email address to anybody. I've been doing this 18 years and no one has ever complained in 18 years. Neil, I'm tired of eGardens because you sent me a spam message or because you did anything of that sort. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody else. You'll never get an email that says, because you subscribe to eGardens, we thought you'd like to see this special offer. I get those things all the time from other things that I'm signed up for. Oh, come on. I didn't sign up for that. Well, with eGardens, you won't have any of that. What you'll get is once a week, you'll get my electronic newsletter that will have a featured plant of the week, a featured question of the week, and gardening this weekend, which tells you the things that are most critical to be done that weekend, and then two other stories of some vital importance for that weekend. It's written specifically for that weekend that's coming up for Thursday night through Sunday night. It comes out a little after 6 p.m. on Thursday. If you want to see what it looks like, go to neilsperry.com and click on the eGardens tab. That's how you sign up for it. It's on the same page right there where you sign up. You can also see the most recent issue. Actually, the last issue that we did was last Tuesday because Thursday was Thanksgiving, and I didn't want to send it on Thanksgiving. That just didn't seem, uh, seem productive, so we sent it two days early. But uh, normally on Thursday, Neil Sperry's eGardens, sign up at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. The Biden administration is closing the borders to travelers from eight African countries. I'm Dennis Martin. At the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the one. An accident's blocking the right lane of northbound Central Expressway at Walnut Hill Lane. Construction blocking Highway 67's HOV lanes both directions between Loop 12 Ledbetter and Camp Wisdom Road. 
and Highway 121, Sam Rayburn Tollway, uh, closed bike uh, directions in part on uh, both directions between Central Expressway and Denton Taft Road. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast, sunny and cool today, high mid-60s. Monday, sunny, mild, high temperature around 70. Right now, lots of sunshine, 52 degrees. The Biden administration's implementing a travel ban on eight African countries where the Omicron COVID variant has been confirmed. The director of the National Institutes of Health says that's the right thing to do. We can certainly see that in South Africa and a few neighboring countries in south part of Africa, this does seem to be spreading quite quite rapidly. So Mm -hmm. the the inference would be there that it's particularly contagious. We don't know about its severity. Uh, Trying to Mm -hmm. collect that data as quickly as possible. That's National Institutes of Health Director Dr. Francis Collins. Police are searching for the drivers of a pair of vehicles that ran down and killed a pedestrian while they were street racing Friday afternoon. The police in Dallas say Chevrolet Impala and a Chevrolet Camaro were racing each other down Ferguson Road, little south of Gus Thomason, when the Impala struck and killed an elderly pedestrian. Both the drivers fled. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout the day. Stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD 2 and WBAP.com. I thank you very much, Dennis. Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair right now and, and invite you to call for their free home inspection. This is one of the times that I hope you don't need their services. And I, uh, I put it this way to you, and I don't think they'll be offended by this. Nobody wants to wish foundation repairs on anybody. That's just not something you you hope that your house needs. Uh, It's kind of like a flat tire. But if you, it's just a little, little magnified from a flat tire. If you do need foundation repairs, I'm so glad to have a sponsor of this quality. 26 years I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair and how good they are and how we have used their services and how pleased we are with their services. And I've had people tell me the very same thing, many, many people. And I think you will uh, be in the same boat. The home inspection is absolutely free. They'll come out and do a very thorough analysis of your foundation. If you have detected issues that you think might uh, suggest a foundation failure, maybe you have cracks in the mortar joints or you have cracks in the, in the uh, 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 grout joints of your tile floor, Oh, I hope the tiles are not cracking. Maybe you have windows and doors that are drifting open or shut or stuck in some way. Those are all evidences that there might be foundation movement. And advanced foundation repair can do their very thorough analysis using their equipment. They will show you where there are problems. They'll draw you almost a topographic map of your foundation and uh, show you where the problems are and, and how serious they are and what they would do to correct them. Then they'll give you the price, and if you agree to the price, then they're on their way to do the job right for you and guarantee it for the lifetime of the house. If you don't have a problem, or if you say, well, I just would like to think about it for a day or two, no problem. This is not a pressure situation at all. And if you don't have a problem, they'll just give you a business card and say, call us if you need us. Thank you for having us out. They're very kind about it. They're very professional. I'm proud to represent them to you. Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. Yeah, I emphasize that plural part. Foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Listen to WBAP in your home. Just ask your smart speaker and she'll gladly assist. Alexa, open WBAP. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP.com. 
If you want the finest in roofing, you contact Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Since 1986, they've been doing great roofs. And, in fact, more than 100,000 roofs. That just boggles my mind to think about uh, putting roofs on 100,000 homes and businesses. But they've done it. They know what they're doing. They're just the best. Composition, clay and concrete tile, metal, slate, new and residential re-roofing. They even do flat roofs. Take a look at their website, and you'll see all the things they can do. WBRoofing.com. They put continuous ridge vents in our roof when they put our new uh, roof on. They also suggested we ramp up the quality of our roof. We had a good roof, but they uh, took us to the 40-year roof. I think I'm describing that properly. And you know what that did? That cut our insurance rates a good bit because it is more hail resistant. That really helped. So we started saving right away. And the ridge vents helped a lot on the air conditioning bills in the summertime. Oh, my goodness. Wortham Brothers, they know what they're doing. I should have known that. I did know that. 972-562-5788, a second-generation family business. WBRoofing.com, serving the whole North Texas area. WBRoofing.com, it's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788. You don't just want your garden to grow, you want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott & White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, let's go to Elizabeth in Arlington. Elizabeth, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. I just wanted to thank you for your show and to tell you how much I enjoy your book. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Well, my question is, Neil, uh, I have some Chinese tallow trees, two tallow trees, and um, they were damaged during the freeze, and they're coming back from the bottom. And then I noticed the other day that one of them has a fungus, and I'm so concerned because I've had these trees forever, and um, I just don't know what to do. I know an arborist would probably cost me a fortune. I'm on limited income. But is there anything I can do personally, or do I have to call someone to save trees? Where are you seeing the fungus? Uh, it's on the the um, the bark, you know, of the tree. This it's is on the old. This is on the old trunk of the tree that that froze. Yes. yes. All right. Uh, Chinese tallow trees froze to the ground last winter. Um, I I got into this business as a uh, oh I was probably fifth or sixth grader. Uh, mm-hmm. I got some seedlings from actually it was the department head of the range and forestry department at A and M. My dad uh, co-founded that department, and and uh, I would stop on the way home. I walked home from school. That was a different era. It was fifth grade, yeah. and walked about two miles to get home and. And I'd stop at uh, at her house, the the wife's house, and uh, I helped her weed her flower beds. And there were a bunch of Chinese tallow seedlings, and she also had chocolate chip cookies. I got paid in, <laughs> and uh, so I took those seedlings home and grew them, and that became the the beginning of my nursery. Uh, I'd be run out of College Station now because the tree is invasive in South Texas, and they don't want it anywhere near College Station, but that's a side issue. But anyway, I grew them, and so I've always had love for that tree. Um, I brought one to Garland and planted it in my ant's yard, and it did quite well until 1980. Uh, It froze to the ground and was gnarly after that. We're now seeing the same thing happen to the trees uh, after last February, you need to cut the tops down, and if you're going to try to save your two trees, uh, use the regrowth as the new trunks. So have somebody help you uh, get those cut down. There's probably somebody in the neighborhood who would cut those for you, or otherwise you'll need to have an arborist do that for you. But they need to be cut down. They will they will fall otherwise, and you, somebody might get hurt. Okay. Now, Neil, this is the tops that are not do have that do not have any leaves on them. The tops. That's correct. Because all of the was, old growth, all the old top growth that, that froze. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I had heard someone say that we need to wait a year from the freeze before I do anything. But if it's uh, necessary that I do it now, of course I could. But You, um, need, to, you need to have it done. The Texas A&M yeah. Forest Service is saying, and so are the arborists, are right. saying to us now, 
that if a tree did not leaf out this year or leafed out very sporadically, we need to assume that that part of the tree is dead, whether it's an oak or whether it's a, a Chinese tallow or an ash right. tree. We don't want to right. wait through the winter because if we get a, a heavy ice storm, it could bring these trees down. Right, right. Well, they're, they're coming back, you know, from the bottom very pretty, but then when I, I saw that. this fungus on the, on the bark, that's it just really old bark, and you don't you don't need to worry about that. It'll be oh. gone when you cut the the trunk off. Oh, okay, okay. But we can we can trim the trunk. Off. I mean, the bark that's old and wanting to fall off. It's okay to get that off. You need to take the trunks down to within as close to the ground as you can. You may uh-huh. even have to sacrifice some of those new shoots. You only want one per tree anyway, and yeah. so you need to you need to get them cut as soon as you can. Okay. Well, I've noticed that, you know, they have, of course, Chinese tallows. I do not know a lot about them, but there's several, you know, branches here, there, and everywhere. So you just need one major one, right? You want one, period, not one major one. You want one, period. Okay. When all is said and done, you may want to leave two or three extras for the time being in case the, the one gets broken out. But if, if, if the truth were known, this should have been done in, in May or June of this year, just like yeah, with right. crepe myrtles that froze back. They should have been cut flush with the ground, and then the sprouts allowed to come up. And you could still do that and, and just allow new sprouts to come up next spring and select the one strongest one as your new trunk. Okay. But that's, that's, okay. that is the answer, and really there's not much else to discuss. That does it. That'll do it. Well, I love, I love these trees because we yeah. transplanted them from my mother-in-law, and yeah. they've been with us forever, and they're beautiful trees. Well, so that's that's the way them. to save them. Hey, I better run, but hopefully that'll work for you. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Elizabeth. Have a great day. Appreciate the call. Let me go to Carrie in Bluffdale, who has been waiting patiently. Carrie, how can I help? Hey, good morning, Neil. Yes, um, I have five crepe myrtles. I want to con- continue on the crepe myrtle transplant conversation from last hour. I've got okay. five on my back porch in this house that I bought that unfortunately, they're beautiful, They, but they have to be, they've been topped over the years right about six feet because they grow up into the eaves of the porch mm-hmm. and I want to save them. So there's two, there's two issues, right? Like uh, digging them out and then starting them over so they don't have all those gnarly knuckles where they've been topped over the years. Right. So, and it's just, it's just hard as hard rock out here. I had dig the holes first and I, I follow what you said earlier, but should I take them out of the ground like they are now six feet tall? And then when I put them in the ground, take them down to the ground and let them regrow. I think so, probably. Leave leave the trunks. You don't have to leave all of that trunk. Uh, leave them as handles. I know that sounds kind ah, of weird, but, but that's all you need them for, and then you can cut them to the ground as soon as you transplant them, if you wish. What you're doing is transplanting roots. You're almost transplanting perennials is what it amounts to. Perfect. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. It makes them easy, easier to handle also. Yes, sir. Yeah, it gets, it gets all that uh, prickly stuff. It'll gouge you out of the way. You well, you really don't uh... want it. Let me let me back up a little bit, Carrie, for people who are listening. Plants, the crepe myrtles that have been topped have been, as he's describing it, have been gnarled. They've, they've, they have all these arthritic knuckles sitting there, and you really don't want those. And he doesn't want to have them for a year to have to look at. You just need to get them out of the way. And by pruning these plants back, they will send up beautiful, lush new growth. And he can start training these as if they were brand new plants, and they will grow unbelievably quickly, uh, even after they're transplanted. Uh, they're they're very easy to transplant. Well, I say that you're you're the one digging them out of the rock, Carrie. So <laughs> just kind of I I won't put that in writing and sign it for you. <laughs> but but they they're very forgiving, and and uh, you're coming into the right time to do it. So yeah, I would I would do it in two stages. Just give yourself a handle to be able to pick them up, and uh, then uh, then cut them right after you get them set in the ground. Cut them down to uh, an inch or two. Perfect. Great solution. Now, first order of business is to dig the five new holes out here in this uh, this rock hard landscape. Get yeah. Oh, gosh. 
You know what I had I had lived in in the Dallas Fort Worth area for 20 years before I I got called on a sales call into Bluffdale and I had no idea how beautiful your neighborhood is. Oh my goodness gracious. So I'll, t- I'll just add to that. These these are all sitting on the east side. My my house backs up looking east over the Pulaski River Valley. And so they they really take away the view also on the back porch. So I hmm. that's another reason I want them out. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's a win-win. You're going to do well. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thanks for waiting on me. Appreciate it. Happy digging. Think of the muscles you'll build. Take care. All right, last break of the day, folks, and then we'll go to Kathy and Euless. Kathy, stay with me, please. Folks, This is there's going to be one of these ads that I will do, and I will tell you this is your last opportunity. It's not this one, but it's not very far away. I, I am going to call a halt on this special offer early uh, to get it to you by Christmas. I know we just passed Thanksgiving, but it, it's taking me about two days a week of signing to keep up with the demand on on uh, signing books and get them to the post office. That is one of the prices you pay uh, when you're an author and you decide that you want to sign all the books and, and you end up doing it yourself, uh, a lot of the work. And, uh, and that's okay. I'm grateful. I'm really grateful. But I need to have your order now, not uh, not the week before Christmas. This is the perfect gift that would be used and remembered for years. First book is regular price of thirty six ninety five. That could be your book, or it could be one you give, and that's a bargain price at that for a, a hardback with three hundred forty four pages and eight hundred forty photographs, and printed in Texas on high quality paper. This is a this is a good book. When you pick it up, it will feel heavy. It will look good. You'll say this is a quality book. The second and third books, not thirty six ninety five, but thirty one ninety five, they need to be shipped to the same mailing address. Most of the books that I'm signing right now are part of that kind of a sale. And so people are really taking advantage of this. You can use them as Christmas gifts. You can use them as housewarming gifts later in the year. You can use them as birthday gifts, whatever you'd like. But uh, you need to get that order in immediately. Now, there are two ways you can order the book. You've heard me talk about the book a great deal. If you haven't, you can learn more at my website. That's one place you can order it, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. You can also call my office Monday through Friday, business hours, and order there, 800-752-GROW. That's 800-752-GROW. Four seven six nine, but the better way is to order it at my website at neilsperry.com. This book covers all aspects of outdoor gardening. That's from lawns and landscapes to flower, fruit, and vegetable gardening. Eleven chapters. Chapter two is that forty-eight page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all the plants in your landscape and garden. Four pages per month. Satisfaction is guaranteed, or you get a full refund. It's not in stores and not on Amazon. You must order it either by calling my office, 800-752-GROW, or by ordering it from my website at neilsperry.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Ace Hardware, Ace is the place for grilling. You need to get into Ace Hardware today. They have people who really know grilling. Ace has all the great brands for grilling, Traeger and Weber and Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and more. 
Let them show you your choices. You'll love grilling while the weather is wonderful. It's going to be wonderful this evening. It's going to be wonderful this week. Ace is the place for all your grill, accessory, and fuel needs this holiday season. And you'll get free assembly and delivery on grills and accessories. Over $399 for Ace Rewards members. You can sign up while you're there. If you're not already an Ace Rewards member, it takes about half a minute. It's no big deal. See your local Ace Hardware store for help in picking just the right grill for your needs or for the needs of somebody that you really care about. Uh, we gave uh, Ace, uh, uh, we gave uh, a Traeger grill to our son, gave a Weber grill to uh, to another son, and they were both from Ace Hardware. And that's, uh, that's Ace is the place for grilling. You'll find out when you go into your neighborhood Ace Hardware store. They have sponsored me for many years, and I am really grateful. Let them know that you're there because you heard me talking about them. Ace is the place for grilling. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much. And we go back to the phone lines. We go to Kathy in Ulysses. Kathy, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I have firecracker lantana planted in a somewhat protected spot. Uh, I've been able to overwinter it the last couple of winters, including snowmageddon. Uh, I'd like to try to overwinter it again this year. And I wonder, should I cut it way back and mulch over it or let it hang out or something else? If you got it through last winter, Kathy, you are a wizard and a wonderful gardener, and it will survive anything. What I would, what I prefer to do with lantana that I'm uh, leaving to overwinter is I want it to have one hard freeze first, and then I cut it back to about an inch above the ground, and uh, I leave the little stems there just to tell me where the plants are, because lantana is one of the the last plants to come up in the spring. And I don't want to go out there and start planting some other perennial where it, where it is and forget that the, the clump is there. I just leave it as a marker. But I would let frost or freeze kill the tops off before I started cutting. As long as you have green leaves on it, it's making food back into the, into the root system. Okay, great. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. You are welcome. Have a great day. All right, folks, I have about a minute, and I don't have anything, any other calls lined up. I didn't give the number on purpose because I didn't know uh, for sure that I would get you on the air. A couple of things that we can uh, chat about that uh, are needing to be done. Uh, if you have bulbs, this is something that comes up pretty frequently, uh, you need to go ahead and get daffodils and grape hyacinths planted, summer snowflake as well. However, if you have tulip and Dutch hyacinth bulbs, they need to remain in the refrigerator for another three weeks, uh, and, and then they're planted sometime after the 15th of December. If that last half of that last sentence is uh, something very foreign to your ears, refrigerator, late December, what is he talking about? Then you have a problem about to happen. Uh, tulips and Dutch hyacinths that are not pre-chilled, that don't have that artificial winter, will have a tendency to bloom very short. They may only be two or three inches tall when they uh, come into bloom. They need that pre-chilling at 45 days at 45 degrees and then plant it after mid-December. Uh, also, if you have leaves, get them raked up, mowed, uh, mulched, use them as a mulch, put them in the compost pile, do not send them to the landfill, and don't leave them lying on top of the ground. Mike Bass, nice job on producing the program today. To all of you who have listened, thank you so much. Happy gardening.